0: Well, first of all, I just want to thank all of our musicians who have come out tonight to, to do this and had to make some quick adjustments today. There's a little bit of a backstory to that. But thank you to all of you uh, for the beautiful music. Uh, what I wanted to ask you, first of all, and, and be honest about this, um, how many of you are ready for 2020 to just be over? <laughs> okay. Almost everybody I talk to says that. I've had a couple of conversations, one yesterday and actually one today. said, you know, actually 2020 has been really good for me. I got grandkids or I got kids. I got this happening. There were a lot of blessings in 2020, of course. And it's not as if when 2021 rolls around all of a sudden magically, life's just going to be perfect. We know that too. But I think kind of in an anecdotal way, we all are like, you know what? I am ready for this to be done. And those of us who've lived enough of life know that you go through seasons of life much like 2020. Now what's interesting is we tend to do that on an individual basis. We have these seasons that are are difficult and in our struggle. It seems like we're kind of corporately as a country, as a world actually, globally kind of in a time like that. So the question I want to ask tonight as we celebrate Thanksgiving tomorrow is how are we supposed to be thankful this Thanksgiving, this particular Thanksgiving in the midst of this kind of difficult time that we're in? So to get us started on that tonight, I have a short video to show you. Not going to happen. I can't see them because it's dark. (laughs) There you go. Not going to work. Okay, go ahead and shut it off. If we figure it out, let me know and give me a thumbs up. I'll watch it at the end. It's pretty funny. It's a skit guy's video, so sorry that that didn't work out. All right. You probably, hopefully, maybe know the story, the gospel reading that I just shared with you of the ten lepers. And uh, as you could tell, Jesus did a rather incredible thing for them cleansing them from this absolutely horrid disease that that separated them from their family and their friends and basically from everyone except those who were others who were lepers that they would live in a colony with. Now, nine of them, of course, failed to be thankful, and one of them remembered to be thankful, and he came back to Jesus. And it just begs a logical question. How could those other nine guys not come back and say thank you to Jesus for what he did for them? He did something absolutely amazing for them. But the question I want to ask tonight is, what do we do when not-so-great things happen to us? How are we supposed to be thankful then? What happens when we're struggling in life and when we're suffering in life or when it seems like life is just pummeling us? How are we to be thankful? In 1 Thessalonians 5, Paul writes these words. He says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Think about it. Give thanks in all circumstances. Not just during the good stuff, but also during the tough stuff. When when that tough stuff then comes our way, there's basically three things I think that we can do. First of all, we can resist it. You can fight against it. You can refuse to accept it, but that doesn't work very well, does it? In fact, it usually ends up making you miserable, and maybe bitter. The other thing you could do, the second thing you could do, is just to acquiesce to it. Take that sort of like, whatever, it is what it is, I can't do anything about it. Now that's an improvement from resisting it, but it's not still the best thing that we could do. Well, the third thing that we can do is we can accept it. Yeah, whatever it is, it's, it is difficult. And we don't do ourselves any favors by pretending that it's not difficult or saying that it wasn't difficult. It is difficult. But it's in moments like that we can either choose to turn from God, away from Him, or we can turn towards Him. And we can accept it as given by the Lord. And is a hard thing to do. But we can do that because we believe that our God is good, and that our God is always, always for us, And that means that he will take whatever it is and he will use it for some good, whether it's in our lives or then through us for someone else's life. And if that's true then, then we can learn to be thankful in all of our circumstances. We can accept our trials and our struggles even as blessings. We will then also be on the lookout We will be on the lookout to see how God is going to take this and he's going to turn it and he's going to use it for good. And if not in this life, we trust in the life to come. You see, the real point of this story of the ten lepers is not that one guy remembered to be thankful and the rest should have been thankful. That would just be a good moral story. The real point of this story is what Jesus says to them. Go show yourself to the priests and it's only the samaritan who stops in his tracks and returns to his priest to jesus who is also our priest and a priest is a mediator priests offer things to god and then offer things to god's people and we also by our baptism are also we're all priests but not always great ones we wobble and we falter and we doubt and we grow bitter And we forget to give thanks to God, our Father, in all circumstances. And in our bitterness and in our stinginess, we withhold so much that we should give to others. But not Jesus, right? He is our priest. He is the priest. He is the Eucharistic sacrifice, the sacrifice of thanksgiving. He offers in thanksgiving all circumstances. He takes them all upon himself and he offers them to the Father, the good and the bad, the joy and the struggles. He offers it all when he offers himself on the cross. Because you see, only he can transform our circumstances. Without Jesus, our suffering and our struggles and our trials, it's all pointless, right? What's the meaning of it? It would just simply lead us to despair. But what he does is takes our suffering and our circumstances upon himself. He crucifies them and therefore transforms them because he is raised from the dead. See, he takes all of our circumstances and he turns them into life. As he is raised from the dead, he turns everything into life, everything into gift. What Paul says in Romans is what Jesus offers to us. We know that for those who love God in all things, work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose. So if God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? So as we're now ready to come into the Eucharist, the sacrifice of thanksgiving, what we do tonight, friends, is put it all into his hands, into the hands of our priest, who offers it up to God, our Father, and then gives us his good gifts. We take all of our circumstances and put them into the hands of Jesus, the good and the bad, the joys and the struggles. You see, when you see this, this guy standing up here in robes, it's not really his hands. It's actually the hands of Jesus, our priest. He just happens to use my faulty hands to do his work. But in a moment, you're going to say, may the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name for our good and the good of all his holy church. It's Jesus' hands, really. We put it all in his hands as he gives it up to the Father for his glory, for his thanks, and for his praise. And then what Jesus does is give it back to us for gift. He is the eternal priest. To him be the glory forever. Amen.